Say it with me now on the count of three. One, two, three. Criminal. Criminal. <laughs> Roasted. I love that. I was not expecting to see that one. Criminal. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, a true crime comedy podcast where we exclusively investigate non-crimes. My name is the one, the only, Griff. And I'm Kira, but I'm a dime a dozen. (laughs) No, you're not. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling myself a little after Halloween, Kira. Ooh. Ooh. Tell me more. I so this weekend obviously was Halloween. Happy post Halloween to everyone. Hopefully everyone's drinking water and rehydrating and uh, is detoxing from all the candy that I know that I ate at least. Um, I had a great like house party that I went to, one on the east side here in LA, and then we went to one in the hills, which was gorgeous and full of people that were. You know, when when someone who's a good person and is fun and dynamic invites all of their friends from different walks of life. You're going to have like a hundred of really cool people in the same room in cool costumes because it's L.A. People go all out with it. Good weather. It's just I had such a good night this past weekend um, and I ran into someone I knew unexpectedly, which makes it feel like home. And uh, I'm just living right now. It felt so good. Oh, yay! Yeah, I'm happy. Any hotties at the party? There were a few hotties. I definitely talked with um, a handful. I was dressed as. Morpheus from the Matrix, which I'll, I'll post on uh, on our Instagram. But because I made it a little queer Morpheus, I was calling him Morpheus. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to say it, it fucking slaps. Like it was a very simple execution, but people really enjoyed the little amendment I made to it. And yeah, I will say the the end result had some, uh, some interest. And so I talked with a few people. Ooh, <laughs> What did you do? I know you were probably busy with work um, for Saturday's uh, for Saturday's episode of uh, the show. But are you enjoying the weekend? Are you having a good one? Yes, I was out so late last night, and then um, today, Sunday the thirtieth, I, I have a quick story for the pod, which was I went to my new apartment. I got the keys. I went to look around. I'm FaceTiming Alex, showing him the place, and I'm like. We're FaceTiming and I'm pointing through the window like, oh, that restaurant looks cute and that restaurant looks cute. We're <laughs> we're moving to Hell's Kitchen. So like it's it's a cute area. Cool. And as I'm like pointing out the restaurants, I clock a uh, like crazy looking guy uh, in a construction area on the street. And I'm like, this man's up to no good. I'm not sure what's going on with this shifty character. And um he and he broke into the constru- raw construction materials and he took out bricks <laughs> and he started throwing <gasps> them through the windows of all the restaurants. Oh my goodness. And nobody got hurt, thank God. <laughs> he terrorized the neighborhood. Oh God. And Alex watched the whole thing on FaceTime. He shattered multiple he's throwing chucking rocks through the windows of businesses. Oh my god! And it takes the cops five minutes to get there. Yeah. Everyone's gathered around. I mean, it was a whole thing. I opened the window so that I could scream to warn people because people are just walking down the sidewalk with babies and strollers and I see this man picking up rocks. I was, it was <sighs> New York, baby. <laughs> I was just gonna say like, welcome to New York. <laughs> like, We've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with a brick in hand. Um, well, that's intense. Welcome to welcome to the neighborhood, Kira. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh, but uh, all else is good. Works good. I know you're working super hard, and um, 
Yeah. Um, work, yeah. work is a dream and a scream and it's crazy. A dream and a scream. We love that. Congrats on uh, the episode by, or the, the segment, by the way. Thanks, baby. Oh, wow. And Kira, you are presenting me with a case to eat, right? Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. I'm like sitting over here chilling. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. I'm presenting a case that you know nothing about. Oh, um, my gosh. And I think you will enjoy. Can I ask you a preliminary question? Yes, you may. Just one. I might promise this one a lot for two. Um, what is your parking situation at your current apartment? Oh my God. I was just thinking about this driving over here today to the studio. Mm-hmm. I have, we have tandem parking in our like very makeshift driveway because my roommate Mike has a car as well. But then I also, then I guess I have a street pass. So it's either I'd block him in, which he gets up early or I park on the street. So I usually park on the street, long story short which I don't love because I've had underground building parking before, but I hadn't had a car at the time. And now all I want is that because my car keeps getting dirty. And, you know, to your brick example uh, story there, anyone could really fuck my car up on the street. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So um, (laughs) if you, we were picking a jury, we probably wouldn't let you sit on the jury for this crime, but this is petty crimes court. We make our own rules. (laughs) The only rules are there are no rules. And if you're looking for like rhyme or reason for why we say some people are guilty and not other people, you won't find it. <laughs> yeah. Don't look too long because it'll you'll waste your life. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, park your ass down because we're about to get into it. <laughs> OK. And I might be a little biased with this is what you're getting at. And I think you should be. <laughs> OK, perfect. I can I'll, I'll step into that that character. <laughs> Um, this email called my name because the subject heading is street shenanigans featuring truck guy. <laughs> it That's begins. great. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Oh my gosh. I've been binging your podcast for a few weeks while I work and I love it. So I thought I'd send in a story. Backstory. I'm a university student. I live with my parents. Love that. Frugal poodle. My yeah. neighbor... Oh, yeah. My neighbor is always renting out his house, which is next to ours, because he travels all the time for work. Makes Checks sense, out. right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not going to be there, at least make some money out of it. Yeah, no notes there. My family <laughs> has had the same family le- living next door for over a year now. So his rentees, basically. Okay. It's a single mom and her three kids who all have different dads. Please keep in mind that we don't have garages at all on my street, so it's just public street parking. Okay, yeah, no garages, just street. (laughs) No garages, just street, and three baby daddies. Okay, got it. Interesting. I am familiar with that dichotomy, or I should say trichotomy. And I'll leave it at that. Maybe I'll talk about it on our Patreon episodes, but probably not. <laughs> this entire story is based off of one of our neighbor's baby daddies, a.k.a. what my family calls truck guy. Um, okay. Also, just putting it on record, no no judgment on the baby daddy's front, but, but truck guy is very funny to me. A baby daddy named <laughs> truck guy is very funny. You've got to label the daddy somehow. <laughs> so this man, this BD parks his ugly, loud, huge truck in front of our house all the time when he visits. However, luckily, we get along with the lady who lives next door. So it's uh, a renter, which is a single mom and three kiddos. And they're very friendly with her. She's been there a year. 
Perfect. So my mom just asked if it would be possible for truck guy to leave space for me when I park, you know, when when our protagonist Angie's coming home from university. And the mom said, yep, no problem. My dad hates, and I mean hates, when my mom and I gossip about our neighbors. So we always try to keep it hush. Interesting. That's an interesting take from dad because it's just like, like, why? Like, it's not nice. Gossip is, I don't know that like cliche kind of Puritan saying, but like gossip is the devil's vehicle or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. But interesting that he doesn't like hearing about it because, and he should not never listen to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. (laughs) Truly, he would hate it here. He would hate it. But that's a really interesting character trait. I'm glad she included that. Yeah, I I find it admirable, but know that I don't have that bone in my body. (laughs) I'm a listener, kind of similar. Like, I don't know that I like, except professionally on this podcast, I suppose. I like collecting information. I'm not much of a, like, distributor. I'm very good with secrets. I, I enjoy getting to know people and how they tick. But people should know that it's safe with me. But I, I like asking questions. I like to receive. Mm. Bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Our crime continues. (laughs) I had noticed that the truck had been on our street for well over a month straight, which bugs me because he doesn't live there. He's just visiting her. And it means that I have to parallel park every single time I get home. And sometimes there's not a lot of room. I brought this up to my mom and she told me it's because our neighbor let him park it while he's away on a trip. Mm -hmm. So this this like visitor, baby daddy, whatever, is not even around. We even I guess he's not a baby daddy. Whatever. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're juggling here. That part's not even part of it. Um, (laughs) My mom and I hate this stupid ugly truck and now griff is a time to look to your texts i've texted you a picture of this stupid ugly truck oh my god i forgot perfect i'm gonna look now oh my okay yeah oh my god it's so funny that they are able to park on the street for a month you can't do that in la because there's cleaning and like trash day so you get you'd get a ticket after a week at least um yeah all right, can confirm the truck is not my taste. <laughs> um, it's not that yeah. ugly. It's not that ugly, yeah. I mean, I guess like in a suburb, maybe people are a little shocked by trucks. And this looks, honestly, coming from the country, this looks like a normal vehicle to me. Um, yeah. But I get it, right? And I, it looks like, based on the muffler basically being on the ground um, or the exhaust pipe, I'm not a mechanic, it's probably a loud truck. Mm-hmm. The crime continues. It's not just the truck that's ugly. So (laughs) is the man who drives it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do we have a picture of him? (laughs) We don't. But his his behavior is is ugly. One time, one time my mom had to call the cops because he was becoming aggressive while having an argument with our neighbor. Which like uh, too much to unpack, but obviously we hate that yeah yeah yep um especially when there's kids around probably right there there are kids next door at home yeah yeah it's a lot for them to hear sometimes 
yeah, I, man, I really hate yelling. One of my, not, not, it doesn't make the favorites list, but one thing I love about Alex is I've never, ever heard him yell. I can't even picture Alex yelling. He, he gets to about here. Hey. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> it's just. No, that's it, nice. Yeah, it's just such nice psychological safety to know, like, my partner doesn't even have that volume. Yeah, I'm also very, uh, I was even at dinner um, on Friday night, because I stayed in, I didn't want to go every night out for Halloween, Um, but I stayed in, went to dinner, and we had a kid sitting next to me and my friend, or I was eating with my friend, and we obviously as adults swear during conversation, because we're allowed to now, we don't live at home anymore, mom and dad, Um, but I had to be cognizant that he was sitting like this little boy was sitting next to me. So every time I don't know, I'm just very aware of what kids are hearing because there's sponges for better and for worse. And I definitely know that like yelling can very, you know, it, it can impact them or being aggressive or disruptive. And yeah, they're very sensitive, even if, even if they don't talk about it. And I've learned that with my nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think, it, you know, yelling is also something that people define really differently. Like, mm hmm. <laughs> Like I was watching Bachelor in Paradise the other night um, <laughs> just because I would I don't know. I just was like in the mood to get stupid. And, yes. <laughs> and somebody goes, why are you yelling at me? And the person was absolutely the man was absolutely not yelling. But I was like, OK, got it. Her definition of yelling is just kind of being told information she's not excited to hear, like criticism. Mm hmm. And then some people, I would say, they wouldn't even consider yelling. Even raised voices wouldn't be yelling. 100%. I've, I've noticed with having little kids in our family now, when we, te- when we scold them about something, like talking like I am now, or we tell them they can't do something, they'll, they equate that with yelling. They don't really know what the word yelling is. Yeah. They're being reprimanded. So they'll be like, why are you yelling at me? And you're like, I'm not. I'm telling you that you can't have a piece of candy before dinner. But you you think it's like, oh, everyone's definition, especially kids, is of yelling is different. And then B, for sure, like my household was very quiet growing up. And so our consideration of what raising our voices would be is not the same as some of my more rambunctious friends that grew up in very chaotic households. Yeah. Um, so one, I hear that. I hear that fully. Yeah, totally. So, yes, the yelling we hate. <clears throat> <laughs> the crime continues. Anyways, she writes, I've had this idea for a couple weeks, but I never thought to actually do it until I noticed a huge puddle of oil and a deflated tire under the truck. Like, it's literally (laughs) not even drivable anymore, and it's parked right in front of my neighbor's house, making me have to parallel park every single day. So She really hates parallel parking, it seems. (laughs) Yeah, she's said it a couple times. I'm like, I feel you, girl. (laughs) Don't visit L.A., let me tell you. Yeah. So without telling my parents, I called into the city to get the ugly truck towed for being an abandoned vehicle. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Any reactions? I mean, I was I started to sense that was coming and I was like, no, I, right, like, I saw a car getting towed here in my neighborhood the other day, and on one end, I'm like, 
they're obviously not abiding by the street laws. They have like seven tickets on their windshield. They're not here to collect it. So like it needs to be removed because I need that space sometimes, blah, blah, blah. On the other hand, I'm like, oh man, getting your car towed is really inconvenient and can be very expensive. So I'm like straddling two sides of this crime so far because it's like, well, it's just taking space up. It's ugly. It's leaking. It's blah, blah, blah. On the other end, I'm like, it takes a lot of just conviction to call the city and ask for someone, especially maybe someone you know's car to be towed. Yeah. Petty. Petty. Capital P Petty. Yeah. All right. I'll finish this up. Okay. <laughs> like I said, my family gets along with our neighbor, the baby mama. So she wouldn't even suspect it was us. Um, again, no judgment on the baby mama. We we love a mom raising her kids. Um, yes. The city ended up towing the car three days after I call. And I haven't told anyone. Was it a petty <laughs> crime just because I didn't want to keep parallel parking every day? <laughs> oh, God. I should note. My mom laughed at the fact it was towed, but she still has no idea it was me and no comment from my dad. Oh, wow. This is juicy. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, dad doesn't seem to comment on much, so we can't really like factor <laughs> him into this. He's just like, <laughs> we love the dad, but he's a silent player here. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so no one but the submitter knows that she called this towing company on this for this truck. Yeah. Got it. Oh, my God. Now, well, I, I guess the idea that no one, and we've talked about themes like this, doing something <laughs> to someone else, knowing that no one will know that you're doing it, right? I'm not equating this to internet bullying, but I kind of am, or uh, calling about like neighbors being loud. I guess people could assume that it's, if someone's having a problem with the noise volume, it's probably someone within the vicinity. So like a neighbor also, but the towing could be really anyone. It could just be the city who has been monitoring this car. So it's a really safe, <laughs> it's a safe move. It's just really petty. Yeah. <laughs> the parallel parking thing for me, we gotta, we gotta talk about that. Like, is she good at it? I wonder, like, does she just really <laughs> not like it? It's definitely not as convenient as pulling up into your driveway or onto like a very empty side street, right? Like parallel parking takes a little more technique than normal parking. To me in LA, it's like so commonplace. I see a parallel spot and I'm like, yes, there's a spot. I'm thankful for the spot, let alone like a fully open one, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, to me, that's a nothing thing. If you have somewhere to park your car deal with it a little bit yeah but like i guess too we've been living in cities for a while i don't know if uh, our submitters it's a different culture in like the suburbs right because it's expected that there's you can park on the side of the street again i'm pretty shocked that this truck could even be there for a month because in la uh, again in at least a week it's gonna have to be moved for street cleaning so sometimes like i'm traveling soon and i can't just park my car on the street because it'll get towed so <laughs> just be thankful you're able to park somewhere, I guess. But yeah. I get it. Suburbs are different. I know. In my mind, this is maybe like a, it's a Poughkeepsie. It's a, it's an <laughs> yeah. Ithaca. It's a, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? A, kind of like a totally. tertiary city. 
Totally. And I, I've never lived in places, even at college, like I didn't have a car. So uh, I, I get it. I get the annoyance of being forced to parallel park in a situation where you theoretically shouldn't be every time. The truck is ugly. It's an eyesore in front of your house or by your house. It's now leaking, which is, I guess, problematic aesthetically. <laughs> Don't slip in it like a banana. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I, I mean, like, I, I, I feel her, but I'm also just really not out of the woods on calling, calling about it. That's a, that's a big decision. Yeah. I feel like this is a, a pretty straightforward little crime. Do you, is there anything you want to talk through before we move to our verdict? Can I just get confirmation of who this guy is? Cause we said it wasn't one of the baby daddies. Is it a family friend? Is it a friend of the moms? That's not one of the dads. It is maybe her current relationship or situationship. Got it. Okay. So, I mean, I guess my, I have to think like if our submitter didn't have a space with her mom (laughs) at her mom's house, would she be, and she was traveling, would she be okay parking on the street for a month? So sorry. It is one of the baby daddies. Ah, okay. So... His significant other is the neighbor. It's the mother. I feel like he's fairly entitled to park there. Mm. I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we should dive into the verdicts and like help help weed this out for us as we as let's, we convict or not convict these people. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start with the dad. Okay. <laughs> the dad of the silent dad. Yes, silent dad is. <laughs> Complacent. <laughs> he's okay. not guilty. I mean, like. I, I like that he doesn't like to listen to gossip. That's pretty admirable. I hope that doesn't extend to not having an opinion about anything because that's not good and I find that guilty. But from what we know about dad, I find him not guilty and I find him pretty irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then how about the mom who, as a reminder, enjoys gossiping with the daughter about mm. the neighbor and one time called the police when the neighbor and baby daddy truck man were having a loud argument. And then also one time let the neighbor know, would you mind scooting the truck up? So my daughter has more room to park. Yeah. I feel, I feel her on the not guilty for asking to scoot up the truck to park because as I've said in my neighborhood with street parking, I hate when there's a space that can accommodate two cars and someone gets there before you and parks in the middle of it. So you can't like, you can't fit on the front or back end of that. I find that really inconsiderate. I try to I try to be mindful of that when I park. So not guilty with that. I can't find her guilty for gossiping. That's literally what's fueling our business right here. <laughs> um, but I do, I think we should be mindful that maybe that like enjoyment of gossiping might be clouding her daughter's opinion of this family next door, of this man with the truck, of her, uh, it might be encouraging her to take action in a petty way because it is, she clearly has a feeling about this person and this person's truck. So why shouldn't she call? Mm, you know? Yeah. Oh, like you're saying maybe with all of their gossip, they're making a little bit of a mountain out of a molehill. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. A little bit of a mountain. Yeah. I feel like, you know, once it, it's just like festering an idea of this person because you're talking about a complex family dynamic. It's unconventional. You don't know maybe the full story. So it leads you to believe that this person driving kind of a raggedy truck perceptively might be and who's gotten into a verbal argument on the street. You don't have enough context to know this person fully, but from what you've gossiped and observed, you probably aren't, you probably don't like this person. 
Um, I see. Yeah. And um, I, I agree with you, Griff, that, that if the person who's renting the house next door has a relationship or, or one of the kid's dads wants to park out front, I agree that it's his prerogative too. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, if it's, if it's forcing you, if the worst is that it's forcing you to parallel park, I mean, come on, like you still have somewhere to go, right? You still can park in your mommy's driveway or the street somewhere else. It's just. Yeah, there's, there's no driveways. Oh my God. I forgot about the no driveways. (laughs) Are they in like a Dr. Seuss neighborhood? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe apartment buildings. I don't know. Okay. So maybe it's less suburban than I thought. Oh, okay. Dang. This is like weirdly splitting me down the middle. So parallel park, like parking on the street is pretty crucial. <sighs> okay. So yeah, no, the dad's not guilty. Who are we on now? We're Lost on the track. mom. <laughs> the mom. I don't find her guilty. Gossip is just what humans do. And she, she's not the one. She didn't tell her daughter to call from what we know. Nope. Um, She's letting her daughter live with her at an adult age, but you know, she's a, she's a college happens. student. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Life, yeah. Can't rule there. No, I find her non guilty. I find the mother not guilty. Boom. On to the next. Would you like to go to Baby Daddy Truck Man or would you like to go to our protagonist? Let's do Baby Daddy Truck Man. <laughs> I, oh God, I mean, I find him guilty for maybe yelling in the streets in a, what seems to be a neighborhood. Obviously, we don't know the context about that. That could be a serious conversation. He could be in the right. He could be in the wrong. We don't know. Mm-mm. But like, I, I just personally have never gone out into public and screamed just because I know that I'm pretty private and aware of my surroundings. So that's disruptive. So I find him guilty of disrupting in that, which has led to the kind of idea of who he is with these neighbors. I don't find him guilty for dri- driving a pretty shitty truck. Like I have, I can afford a pretty shitty car, so I don't want to necessarily be judged for that. Yep. Although I love my Honda. Um do I find him guilty for parking there for a month? No, I don't. Like, I'm traveling. I'm traveling soon, and I'm going to be gone for a few weeks. If I could find somewhere on the street where I could park for a few weeks, I would gladly leave my car there, even if I didn't. And he has a connection with at least one of the neighbors. In some cases, I don't. Like, I'm just parking in a random spot. So I don't find him guilty for that. That's If that was a crime, there would be signs saying you can only park for... X amount of time. Yeah. His oil's leaking. <laughs> I guess I find his mechanic guilty. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm also like, okay, uh, flat tire oil. Maybe it's broke down. Mm. I don't know. That's yeah. That's I guess if the tire is flat, maybe it went flat after being parked there. We don't know, but yeah, maybe it is a broken down his truck and he just, Oh God, in which case I would find him guilty. You can't just leave your broken down truck on the side of the street. I'm going to find, I find him based on the information we have. This might be controversial with our listeners. I'm finding him not guilty. Agree. Yeah. Except uh, possibly guilty of the yelling, but again, not enough information. Exactly. Guilty of, he's clearly disrupted in some way, shape or form. I find him guilty for that, but not for parking his car, truck on the street for that month. I don't know what the flat tire is about. I don't know if maybe our protagonist slashed his tire. Um, <laughs> imagine, I don't know, but I imagine the dad, <gasps> silent killer, slash oh, the man's silent tire. Silent slasher. Oh my goodness. 
Oh, that's fun to think about. But no, I feel I feel like he's he's not guilty. I we don't know enough, and I've done it too. Yeah. Okay. And now our protagonist hit me. <laughs> Shit, this is complicated. On one end, she's demonstrated that she does not like the truck aesthetically. It's an eyesore in her eyes. She has more motivation to get rid of it than just it being inconvenient for her parking, it seems. Yep. And because of her admission of that, I find her guilty. <gasps> I, I, I feel her dislike of parallel parking, although she really needs to grow up with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I find her guilty. It's like, I think she's spoken too much of her coloring with the issue. I think it became a little bit of a, a, a petty kind of personal thing to get rid of this truck. And I think maybe a better solution might have been, and forgive me if I'm overlooking this, asking the neighbor, the renter next door, what the situation with the car is or the truck. Yeah, um, they're, they told us they're friendly with the neighbor and they didn't <laughs> even tell her. They didn't. I guess friendly has different definitions. And it's difficult, right? Like we've so many of our cases have been like, this could have been solved, but it also could be risky. If you ask this neighbor about the truck, the neighbor could be like, well, what are you talking about? It's not your truck. Don't worry about it. It could escalate, right? But that's the yeah. risk of doing it. And then the next step would be maybe to call and have it towed. So you have to sometimes get through a little bit of awkwardness and um, discomfort to make a better decision. But right now, as we see it, she went straight to, I'm going to call and get this towed, which to me is really inconvenient and expensive. And she didn't do the due diligence of asking about it first. So yeah. I find her guilty. I agree. Guilty for unnecessary escalation. I see why she did it because if they had talked to the neighbor and the neighbor was like, sorry, yeah, his truck is parked. What are you going to do about it? And then she called the city. The neighbor absolutely would have known who it, who did it. Whereas, <laughs> yep. whereas now I don't even, I think the neighbor has no clue. I mean, iconic and chaotic, I think. <laughs> yes. We need shirts that say that it's not, <laughs> it is, it is guilty, but it is nonetheless iconic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because guess what? Guess who doesn't have to parallel park anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She wins. Um, I'm sure listeners I, will have opinions on this one. We'll post the truck picture and just feel free to sound off in the comments if you want. And I, I feel like my opinion might change by the time this comes out. So like, I'm excited to hear what people have to think because I'm not fully conv convinced of my ruling. Like, I got to maybe drive around LA a little bit more and uh, continue to be influenced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Kira. Thank you, Griff. And thanks so much for writing this in. This was a great crime. This was good. Period. Kira, are you ready for some criminal or minimal? Let's go. Let's go. And I, I will do this week over week. I've asked our Instagram followers to write in some of their criminal or minimals. And you and I are not going to give explanations for why we're ruling, but we're going to rapid fire through as many as we can. In the spirit of being iconic and chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. I will go first. You ready? Mm -hmm. Criminal or minimal from Evie from the block. Evie from the block. Breaking up over the phone. Uh, criminal. Okay. Adults, this is tough. We adults wearing animal ear beanies in the winter. Ugh. Criminal. 
I oh, can't explain criminal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, not tipping on takeout. Oh, this is a good one. Criminal. Agreed. Telling someone that a gift they got you isn't really your style. <laughs> oh shit. Um, I'm gonna say minimal. <gasps> Hard disagree. Really? Okay, we got to leave it there. Keeping an overdue library book for an extra three weeks. No fines. Oh, uh, minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's weird. Making us type in our criminal or minimals again because you <laughs> forgot to save them. <gasps> Katie Cat 93 calling me out. <laughs> say, it, say it with me now on the count of three. One, two, three. Criminal. criminal. <laughs> Roasted. I love that. I was not expecting to see that one. Um, okay, staying late at a party after the hosts have stopped socializing and started cleaning up. <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> Committing to a group costume and then backing out at the last minute and joining a different <gasps> group. Criminal, fully. <laughs> Kenzie Neals, Ken's Neals, making your son rub your feet after work his whole childhood. Criminal, <laughs> scarring. <laughs> Foot fetish leading. Uh, inviting someone to hang out and not letting them know there other that other people will be there. Ooh, I had one written from my perspective of this uh, too. Um, I think criminal. I have I have pre- I have some thoughts on this one, but we can't share them on this one. Bringing a dog to a party where you don't know the hosts and their cat owners from Sarah Marvey. Criminal. Agreed. Unless it's a service animal. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we can. That one we can expand on. <laughs> okay. Not wearing a costume to a Halloween party, criminal or minimal? Criminal. Wearing a bathrobe outside your apartment within your apartment building. So I guess like a your laundry, shared laundry room or something. Minimal. Mm, fully minimal. Ooh, offering to leaving, help. Oh, go for it. Leaving dishes on the stove because you'll wash them later, but want to keep the sink clear. Oh, oh my gosh. Interesting. Oh, I said it again. Um, minimal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't explain. Okay. Um, oh, this one's funny. From KS Reens. Sexy baby voice. <gasps> Criminal. <laughs> oh, I really want to talk about that one. All right, a few more. Asking someone to take off their Halloween costume because it's too scary. <laughs> Ooh. I'll say minimal. And I can't give context, but minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, and last one. Not returning your grocery cart to the proper place when you're able-bodied. From Andrea. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. And with that, we bid you adieu. Till next week. Till next week. Stay petty. Bye. Bye. 